So we're running a little behind, are you? Yeah, so apparently my computer decided it wanted to do an update 10 minutes before our show. (laughs) (laughs) So I had to wait for it to do that and then restart my computer, and here we are. But I made it. I was only, what, like 10 seconds late? Give or take a few seconds. (laughs) (laughs) You're so Southern sometimes. (laughs) You're like, bless your heart, you were two minutes late. (laughs) Oh, I try. I try. Do I see a serpent on your shirt tonight? You sure do. (laughs) (laughs) I have have my bug. Oh, team bug head. I've got my pops (laughs) cup as well. What else can I do? Oh, my jug head. Funko Pop. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So so if you haven't figured it out already, we're talking about Riverdale tonight. (laughs) Riverdale, season one. Season one. Yeah, I just randomly started watching one of the episodes, season one episode, and then next thing I know, I'm already in season three. You're in season three already? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Roll the so, credits when you get started. <laughs> I forgot how much I loved season one of Riverdale. Um, yeah. It definitely reminded me why I fell in love with the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to be honest with you. When I first... When I went to watch the pilot of Riverdale the first time, like when it was on TV, I didn't really have high hopes for it. I was only watching it because Luke Perry was on it. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a fun, like, little One Tree Hill type drama. Oh, see, I was ready to be done with the CW. The Vampire Diaries was about to go off the air. I had nothing else tying me to that network. And I was like, I'm going to check this out because Luke Perry's on it, but whatever. And then I watched the pilot, and I'm like, oh, no, this is good. <laughs> and they, draw, they drew you in. And then Dynasty came out, and then I got into Roswell for a little bit, and I was like, why won't they let me go? <laughs> <laughs> I have aged out of their demographic. <laughs> well, you have. I Actually, have. I was able to drop Roswell. I'll probably go back to it eventually. But <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've got to get back on that. Um there's a time in my life when I'd get too busy. I just couldn't keep up with like, if you get five shows behind on a CW show, you have to wait till it comes on Netflix. I don't agree with that. Cause usually I like to accumulate a few episodes and binge like four or five at a time. So see I'll mess up and think, Oh, I'm just three behind. Oh, I'm really six. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I found out, well, Oh, well, I guess I'll come back later. I started doing that with the Vampire Diaries because of their cliffhangers. I was like, no, I need to have like a bunch stacked up because I can't, my heart can't take those. <laughs> <laughs> so I would accumulate like five or six of those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but for, I don't know why I kind of stopped Riverdale. I didn't, I'm still a fan. I just got behind and just kind of watched here and there. 
I know I said this to you probably off camera at some point, but this show is definitely made to be binged at the way that it airs on network television, where it goes on like a two week break or like a holiday Mm -hmm. break or like two month break. Like so much happens and it's so intricately woven that you need to binge this in order to remember what happened. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to talk about it, but I'm just going to use this episode as an example. Episode 21 of season two was so jam-packed and felt like a season finale. I was like, oh my God, what are they going to do in the season finale? Like, what's this last episode going to be like if 21 is this just crazy? That's how I felt about the season that we just watched, season one. I felt like season 12 was the finale. I was like, season episode 13 feels like a, a filler episode, but it wasn't. Oh, there's not <laughs> but so the basic premise of this season is the murder of Jason Blossom. Who he's got to be the one character in television history that has been in like so many episodes, but never has a line. I thought about that today. I was like, has he never spoken a line? He was in this episode I just watched in season three, and all he was was like a five-second side shot. I was just like, must be nice to get paid to stand there and look pretty, I guess. <laughs> Did he look pretty or was he a zombie? Oh no, he was uh just it was he was playing Clifford. Oh, okay. Like it's the young oh, yeah. it's the one where they play their parents. Oh, I was thinking about that episode today. Mm-hmm. It's good. But we're on season one. We're on season one. Yeah, season one. Um, um, it started with a bang. It sure did. Quite literally, it started um, with a bang. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always liked that Jughead was the narrator. Is he still the narrator? Mm-hmm. Do, do they still do narration for the show? Yeah. Um, yeah, it, I, I'm always down for like a good murder mystery. So, oh, I am too. I love it. Off the bat, I was like, oh man, the show's gonna get me. I know it. <laughs> and I like um, that. Um, I guess, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it, we will probably, probably be talking about who killed Jason Blossom. So, bye. We'll see you next week if you don't want to ruin it for yourself. Pre warning. <laughs> Give me five seconds before I say something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time's up. Uh, I thought it was interesting that they actually it was his dad that killed him because this show was dark to begin with, and then things like that made it darker and even well, yeah, because the whole season they talked about how much Jason is just this, you know, the golden child, the mm-hmm. and how they were growing like him. a blossom savior. And how they were grooming him to take over the company. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. Uh, in this episode, I just watched the Blossoms have an issue with grooming people. That needs to be talked about. Because <laughs> they got issues. That family does have issues. Yes. So I don't even know where to begin. There's so much to talk about. Um... <laughs> well, I guess we could just talk about Archie got according to Kevin, got hot over summer break. Mm-hmm. She, 
Doesn't he say like you need to grab that redheaded bull by the horns and ride it or something? I, I love Kevin. I he is kind of a fr- nice little brush of fresh air. I love Kevin too, but I would get frustrated with this show with the gay characters. Um, spoiler alert: there's other gay characters later on. Um, what? I felt like they were just like there. They don't really have their own stories. They're just kind of like side mm-hmm. characters or extras. Um, I don't know yeah. if that's changed in the last couple of seasons, but I guess we'll see. They get, I think, better storylines, you know. Good. I feel like, I mean. But I've always loved Kevin. Um, I liked jo- Joaquin. Joaquin, right? Oh, Joaquin. He's so, He's so oh, pretty. Yes. Johnny Depp looking Joaquin. Yes. <laughs> oh, Joaquin. I was so mad when they spoiler alert kill him, but <laughs> no, wait, they don't kill her, Joaquin. Oh no, they don't. <laughs> he gets on a bus and leaves town. Um, yeah, they, but yeah. he does. It's so funny. My I, I, my mom watches it too. She one reason she started watching it was she loved Luke Perry. She was like you, and she was like, "Oh, Luke Perry's in this. I gotta watch it." I mean, your uh, mom's the age. <laughs> huh? Yeah, yeah. My I mom mean, is your mom know, the same age. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're they're in the same age group. Um, <laughs> no, I said, are me and your mom the same age? <laughs> are you, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just both. Lo- I remember. Rest rest in peace. When Luke Perry died, my it broke my mom's heart. I think. Um, we went and watched that movie. That last movie he was in, like he's in it for barely. You know, he had a small part. Um, but we went and <laughs> watched it just for that's the only reason we went to the movie to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, a lot of people texted me that day, people I haven't even spoken to in a while, and we're like, Are you okay? I'm I was uh, like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I when I had missed a lot, but I watched that season four episode and was just. Uh, when Shannon Doherty comes on there, she, you know, oh my gosh, my heart broke. I and now have, when I watch, now when I, I may watch have watched it, one or two after Shannon Doherty's appearance, and then I think I stopped after that. I know it was funny. My mom and I were talking, and she was, she, I was telling her what season I was on, and all that. She's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I watched the episode of Luke Perry. She's like, oh, season four got dark. I was like, got dark. Can it get much darker? <laughs> like what do you mean mom and then <laughs> i was watching this episode in season two where they tell us the character dies and she's like she was telling me about this character in season three and i was like but he just died she's like oops i was like no it's okay now i'm just curious like how's he alive <laughs> i think i know what you're talking about but i'm not going to spoil it <laughs> yeah because this is a season one discussion not a season two discussion yes but I remember so, when I, I was like, Mom, he's so pretty. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so my favorite character, I think, is Betty. I was, we say I was thinking about this a lot. As I'm watching, more and more I watch, I love Betty. I think she's the most consistent character as far as personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the other characters, I feel like they flip flop a lot, flip flop a lot, with like 
their motives and their loyalties. But she's pretty like steadfast in who she is. I, I mean, I would kind of say like I like Veronica, but she's my least favorite character, I guess. I like but, Veronica too. My issue with Veronica isn't specific to Veronica, but I feel like she flip-flops. Like I feel like one minute she hates her father and she's like, he's an evil man. And next minute she's like, I stand by my father and her family. Same with her mother. Her mother seems like she wants to get out of the relationship and like cut ties with Hiram. And then at the same time, Hermione, she she stands by him. And I just don't understand the flip-flop from episode to episode. I just think it's so interesting. The best people in this town are the gang members <laughs> because the Southside Serpents are seem to be a lot better people than like Hermione and her Hyman. Hyman, blah, blah, blah. I mean, honestly, I feel like the Southside Serpents are one of the most interesting parts of the show. It they make you want to be one. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, it's not supposed to work this way. I'm supposed to not want to be in the gang. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so Kyle saw a, a Southside Serpent magnet on our, t- um, refrigerator and for some, and then I was wearing my hoodie that has the Southside Serpent logo on the back and we both work in the same town. And he, for some reason thought it was like the town that we work in is like lacrosse team. <laughs> I was like, oh no, it's a biker gang. <laughs> he was like, what? <laughs> when did you join a biker I was like, gang? it's not real, but like, yeah, it's a gang. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I've always <laughs> wondered that people who don't watch the show, they see all these teens or our age wearing these Southside Serpent shirts. They're like, I think what, what further led him to think that is because it's on the South Shore. So I guess he just, in his mind, was like, Southside Serpents. It must mm. be the lacrosse team. I don't know. <laughs> that's interesting. And then he didn't even realize the magnet. And I pointed to it. And he's like, that's where I've seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I want to see if the this season there was a lot of just a lot happened for our, for our first season what was do you feel like was the storyline where you went like what the F because I know what mine was um and it's not the murder of Jason Blossom or that his dad it's hard to say like a storyline because I feel like the murder of Jason Blossom was the storyline and then just like other things happened. Um, okay, I really enjoy is- Cheryl. She cracks me up. But again, she's not the most consistent personality wise as far well, as her loyalties. So that's just. I feel like sometimes she's vulnerable and it looks like she's like leaning into maybe being friends with them. And then the next episode, she's like Queen Bee, like does it. Anytime like, she says mom, anytime she says mommy, I'm like run. Run. Oh, that's when you know she's going crazy. <laughs> but the storyline that I think is most shocking is when you find out that Polly and Jason are cousins. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't either. And something like that can make me stop watching a show. I'm not a big and fan. Of it's not just like they're third cousins or any kind of adjustable, like down the line cousins, like they are pretty close. Yeah. And yeah. Which is not Jason or Polly's fault. You know, their family had lied to, you know, if 
if but Cheryl's her. mother's reaction was like almost like pride. She was like, "Those babies are pure b- blossom," and I was like, "No." I was like, "Gross." No. I was like, <laughs> I was like "Ooh, okay." Oh, the blossom. <laughs> um, kind of spoiler alert, but not really. One of my favorite things that Cheryl does, though. <laughs> is going forward in other seasons she refers to betty like when she like comes up on her she's like cousin? or she needs a favor she's like oh hey dear cousin <laughs> like i know i'm just like who <laughs> and then you know she's up to something <laughs> i do like how like i feel like they've gotten closer and i do like that um not in season one though no um I really, really love Alice Cooper. I was just thinking the same thing. I was like, I need to wait for Tommy to finish talking so I can say how much I love Alice Cooper. She's, She's so like tightly wound. And then when you find out, we don't find out this season really, but they kind of allude to that there was something between her and FP in mm-hmm. the season. And then we find out later on. That she's from the South Side. That she's from the South Side. She's like the Julie Cooper of Riverdale. <laughs> she <laughs> is. Oh my gosh, she is. Which I love. I love a Julie Cooper. Um, well, they're the best. She just seems like so tightly wound. And then you find out she has this whole edge to her. And I feel like there's an episode in season two, I think, where it comes out that she is from the South Side. And she comes to an event. And like a very <gasps> slinky dress. Yes. And she walks in owning it with a snake around her neck. <laughs> and they're playing some, some oh, it's a, I wish I could remember the song they're playing. But it has one of those dramatic walks where the hair is just, yes. I'm like, I'm living. <laughs> you, sh- you show them who you are, Alice Cooper. <laughs> um, There's a scene in episode two or season two when she gets like, right up in Hal's face and she's like telling him how it is. I'm like, ooh, okay, Alice Cooper. Mm-hmm. Get it, girl. So there's something that they do throughout the season with Betty where when she starts to feel anxious or she's oh, like- her nails. She like digs her nails into her. Does, does that, I feel like that just goes away. Like they never really further- They talked about it a little bit in season two. They do? Yeah. Okay. So maybe I just don't remember that. Um, oh, before obviously I, forget, I really enjoy her and Jughead's relationship. They do have a. I, I wonder if they were planned to be put together, or if it's because the couple. They were a real life couple at the time, or became one. They could have became a couple as a product product of working together. Um, that that's happened a lot, and then they just had chemistry, and they just continued to write for them. Um, I like them because, like I've, I've said before, I don't like to be told who's endgame. I like to see it naturally develop on screen. I don't feel like... I mean, I guess in Riverdale, the TV show, they're pushing endgame like a certain way. Uh, but the comic... Kevin flat out says in the pilot, Archie and Betty aren't together, but they're endgame. He literally says it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was kind of the new girl came to town. It's like... Don't think you're going to get your hands on Archie. I like that when she realized he was gay, She he was like, and I'm, she's like, gay. <laughs> and my new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like how they worked little things into it from the comics, like Smithers is in it. 
Um, Mrs. Grundy, even though um, actually Mrs. Grundy's like this older woman, but they kind of hint at her, like this Mrs. Grundy took her identity and that the other Mrs. Grundy's actually older. Yes. Yeah. I love the names in this show. Weatherby, Mm -hmm. Smithers, season three, there's an Edgar ever, ever, never. (laughs) I'm like, I wonder how many, how many takes are just, I'm trying to get the names right. (laughs) Um, I like, I think they did it towards the end of the season, but Jughead's known for um, eating lots of hamburgers Mm -hmm. and they finally gave him a hamburger, I think at the end (laughs) of the season. (laughs) Um, there's another point, I think, when Jughead gets arrested and or they're, they're questioning him and they say that a kid like you was bullied a lot. He's like, yeah, my name is Jughead. <laughs> <laughs> I like stuff like that where they're like very self-aware and they like comment yeah. on it. <laughs> Yeah. One thing I do like about River, I don't feel like they take themselves very serious or like they know they're over. Like I make fun of the speakeasy that comes around season three, mm-hmm. but I still am loving everything about season three and about the speakeasy and all. I just like that Riverdale is not afraid to make fun of themselves. I forgot that there was another, there was a, another Reggie. Oh yeah. He uh, had to, it was the same time as the 13 Reasons Why. Mm-hmm. So when it got picked up, they had yeah, to recast because... When I saw him, I was like, oh, that's right. I was thinking... Here I'm going to say, I was thinking about this today. But I was thinking about this today. I couldn't see the first Reggie being the character Reggie's become. Mm-hmm. I just I just don't see it. Um, this guy's doing a really good job. Was super excited to see Skeet Ulrich play FP. I thought that was a great casting. I was really, really hoping they would have tried to found a way to get Nev Campbell as his wife. Just, just because I thought it would, you know, it would have been just fun. You've seen who they do get, right? Yes, I can't think of her name though. Gina Gershon. Yeah, isn't she from that movie? Bound? Where... She's from Maro's Place. She was the one that recruited Sydney to go to Hope mm. to become a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> she worked at um, Shooters with Sydney. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah. But she's also in the movie um, Showgirls. But, mm-hmm. And she, she does odd roles. She pops up and she's a character actress. She pops up in a bunch of stuff. It was funny. I was watching season one and Archie's mom comes on and John just goes, is that Molly Ringwall? <laughs> I went, it is. She's, <laughs> she's, she's Archie's mom and she's married to Luke Perry. Or well, yeah, I guess they're still married. They're separated. When she pops up in this season on this watch, I forgot that she comes this season. I don't, she didn't show up until season two. So I was like, oh, hey, girl. When she came. <laughs> I, I've always liked her. So it was fun that they found. Because I feel like Riverdale also plays with timeline or time and things like that. Because there's a lot of rotary phones or. 
I noticed Just that um, different kinds of stuff, but then you'll have a smartphone right there. So I, I, noticed, I love that they um, kind of play with time and things like that. Jughead called Betty from a payphone from the Southside High. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, a payphone. <laughs> well, it is Southside, so maybe they just had yeah. it. <laughs> but still, where I'm, can you find a payphone? That's something that has confused me. Riverdale is this small, like, picture-perfect town. It's the town with pep. <laughs> For 75 years. Is it? <laughs> is it that big? That we need two schools? Yeah. I'm uh not to talk about the OC, but I've been like going down like an OC rabbit hole listening to a few podcasts. And they were talking about season three and how Marissa had to go to Newport Union, which was like Newport's public school. And I was like, but isn't Newport supposed to be like the rich community? How come they had like a separate like public school over their poor people in Newport? Like <laughs> Gonna say because it's so hard they live in there. <laughs> but so, yes, I mean, that's what that reminded me of. Like, how big is this town? <laughs> yeah, I I know I shouldn't read into things like that when it comes to you know a teenager buying pops um, diner. I and can't, I can't wait till Jingle Jangle gets into the mix. I like just saying it, Jingle Jangle. <laughs> <laughs> I told Jess that we were watching it, and she was like, you better stay off that Jingle Jangle. <laughs> well, I'm hooked on the Jingle Jangle then, because <laughs> did I not just tell, like, the other day we were planning to do season one. I was like, okay, and I'm almost done with season two, so let's do an episode about that. And now I'm like, I'm five episodes into season three. So, right. I like that you're watching, because now it's going to force me to watch it so we can talk about it. I know, but what's funny is I get addicted to watching the stuff that's not on your to-do list. I know, so I make it part of my to-do list. I know, thank goodness. <laughs> that's why we make a good team. I was like, oh, season one, I can watch that in two days. <laughs> well, clearly I can do that with season two or three, too, because... Um, I One of my other favorite things is the dynamic between Betty and Alice and like the push and pull. Oh, mm -hmm. um, Alice tries to be like that assertive, like overprotective mother. And I like that Betty kind of pushes back. And I like, I think it was the dance episode where they were looking for Jughead after he like ran off. Um, She tried to get Betty to like stay home or whatever. And she was like, I'm going to go look for Jughead. And she was like, no. And she was like, don't push me, mom, because I will push back. And I was like, ooh, dark Betty. <laughs> I know. You're kind of like, um... You're a kid. You're supposed to... <laughs> and she steps. She steps aside to let her go too. <laughs> She's probably like, mm, she is my daughter. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in real life, if I had done that, I would got slapped across my feet. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I wouldn't even have done that. I'd just be like, no, I'm gonna go to my room. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> I just want you to know that too. <laughs> and then I'll be like, okay. So I want you to know I hate you. <laughs> um <laughs> what else um oh the the sexual harassment episode with chuck and where they find out that there's a scorebook that the football team have that has been done in another show but i can't think of what it was um that, did that introduce um, 
Ethel? Ethel. Mertz? Mertz? Mm-hmm. No. Mugs. Mugs. Mertz is... That's a... Uh, I Love Lucy. Um, yeah, Ethel Mugs. That introduces her character. And it also introduces Dark Betty. <laughs> Girl went dark fast. She like she thought like, she was Polly. <laughs> she was like Willow and Buffy, just like read a book, boom, dark. <laughs> but it was fun uh, to see Dark Betty. Jessica used to make fun of me because whenever I like Betty would get start to get a little like edgy, I was like, "Yes, come on, Dark Betty!" And she's like, "You are so obsessed with Dark Betty." <laughs> I'm not sure why they exactly call it Dark Betty, though, because in a way, she's just standing up against people. She snaps a little bit, though. She, like, was referring to herself as Polly. Oh, that yeah, she did snap there. And she did try to drown Chuck. She did try to drown him by, like, stepping on him. <laughs> okay, all right. You got me there. <laughs> I can always... Unvillainize. <laughs> <laughs> I did it with Sarah Michelle Gellar and Cruel Intentions. I'm like, she, Catherine is not the villain. She misunderstood. <laughs> um, oh, wait, that's season two. Never mind. Sorry. Really I got really excited about Huh? Really love Josie and the Pussycats. I do too. They have perfect, they have amazing songs. They're on my iPhone. The whole relationship with Archie and what's her name? Val? Yes. Was so so random and like mm -hmm. I don't know why they did that. I don't either. What if it was just one of those things to kind of Add some just a little bit of drama to kind of extend. Also, as far as I know, doesn't Archie like never sing again after season one? <laughs> mm. No, he sings again, I think. For what the musical episodes that they do, or like in general? He is in that one. Do they have a prom episode in season one? I've watched yes. so much. Okay. They did, and he sang the Clueless song with Ver with Veronica. Okay, I'm, I, I've watched thirty-ish episodes, and now I can't remember which storyline is in which season. Hmm. That's interesting. Okay. They can't find time to watch Knots Landing. <laughs> <laughs> I see how you budget your time. <laughs> I can't help it. I was just supposed to watch the first episode while I was working on something so that it was playing, and the next thing I know, I'm like this. <laughs> I'm halfway through a season? What? <laughs> you could be halfway through with season three of Knots Landing by this point, but all right. <laughs> Choices. Um, <laughs> choices. Priorities. Um, but what else? I will say, though, anytime Archie's kind of being mean towards Fred, I'm like, he is going to die in two years. Be nice to your father. <laughs> You're very dramatic. I don't find Archie to be a very rootable character. I just, I don't know. I have a hard time investing in him. I feel like he reacts emotionally 
Yes, he does. Well, I mean, he's a teenager too, so I guess. Yeah, which you you forget when they're running speakeasies and like dancing on top of bars to join biker gangs and like, (laughs) which doesn't happen in season one, but it does. (laughs) I sometimes forget these are teenagers, are supposed to be teenagers. Yeah. Because they're living very adult lives. And doesn't he end up running a gym, like a boxing gym? I'm only on season three, Thomas. I think that's in season three. Maybe it's season four. Who knows? No, he's in he's in juvenile detention right now. Oh, they got him. He got got. <laughs> Damn hot harm. Okay, so I had texted you earlier that the finale confused me. Oh yes. So I know this isn't a season two episode, but since you just watched season two, maybe you could answer this. Okay. Hal is the Black Hood, right? Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah. Um, or yes. is there is multiple Black Hoods? There's multiple ones, but I'm, I feel like Hal is like the main Black Hood, but he's not the Black Hood that shot Archie, I don't believe. Okay, that was what I was confused about, because I'm looking Um, at that, and I'm like, there's no way that was Hal. I was like, and if they're going to try and say that was Hal, they clearly did not know what they were doing with this before they shot it. Yeah, (laughs) I was thinking that too, because I was like, Betty's dad is the Black Hood, but then they have that whole storyline where there's about the Conway family and things like that. And... I don't remember any of that, so okay. I guess I'll have to watch it. <laughs> it's pre- it's pretty good, um, but I like Tall Boy is supposedly one of the Black Hoods. The Serpent. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the one that gave Jughead the jacket at the end. That's Tall Boy, right? He tall, long hair, like a mullet. Yeah. Well, he was on the lower level of the stairs, so you couldn't tell he was tall. But yeah, he had long hair. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's. Yeah, those eyes definitely were not howls. No, and that's why but I, was I like, wonder if it's one of those things where they're just like, no, well, we're not sure where we're. Because when they wrote that, I. They may have had discussions about. I'd like to ask someone who rides the, on Riverdale just. I feel like they didn't know. <laughs> um, like I feel like they were probably like, "No, what? We'll just make a second black hood." But this way, it seems like because they do mention who like that. Okay. So much happens in the show. I was like, I think there's multiple black hoods. I could have made that up. <laughs> no, there. Yeah, there's multiple black hoods. But I still feel like there's something. I don't know. All right, I'll watch it and I'll report back. <laughs> um, I forgot that um, Fred gets shot at the end of the season. I thought that was a season two thing also. And when Cheryl fell through the ice and Archie was punching the ice, I was like, stop it, you're bleeding. <laughs> My hand hurt for him. I know. I'm so weak th- as a human. I'm kind of weak. So I'd be like... Nice knowing you, Cheryl. They film in Vancouver, right? Um, yes. 
Bless you. Thank you. Yeah, they film they film in Vancouver. Do you think that was real snow? Oh yeah. There's they were probably so cold. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now I'm not sure how they did the lake ice scene. I know, but do you think they were really outside and that was real snow? I don't know. Just because, like, throughout the whole episode, I felt like there was snow everywhere and it was actually snowing at one point. I just I was like, oh, they were probably filming this in, like, the dead of See, winter. It's funny. When you watch the... When, when I still send the films in, like, Canada, I'm like, oh, man. I don't think... Oh, it must be cold. I But when I find out something filmed in, like, Atlanta or North Carolina, and when you're a Christmas movie, you're probably filming in the summer, I'm just... I'm like, ooh, girl. Or, like, whoo. I know you sweating underneath that jacket. <laughs> or they f- have to film it a year in advance in the winter. <laughs> yeah. Um, when, uh, on one on the Drama Queens podcast, when they talk about the humidity in their hair and stuff like that, I'm like, I feel you. Hmm. I understand. But... So how would you grade this season? A minus. Okay. Cause like well, I said, there was um character personality inconsistencies. Um okay. some of the episodes were kind of fillery. It's fun, but fillery. So not a perfect score, but A minus. Okay. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, I was definitely addicted to it. Oh, the no, first season is the only season that I think I've watched that I've watched more than once. Like this might be my third or fourth time watching it. Okay. Uh, it's I it's my third time, I think. I, I watched it when it was on TV, and then I definitely rewatched it when it came to Netflix once. So maybe this was my third time. See, I watched it live, of course. Well, not live. You know, I watched it when it was on TV, and then when I got the DVD. The other seasons, well, season two, three, and part of four, I've only seen once. I've, I haven't rewatched it. So I remember, like, big things, but, like, I don't remember how we get there. So... It'll be nice to kind of have a refresher. And maybe I'll understand it better binging it and not having to wait weeks in between. <laughs> See, I've always looked at their musical episodes. I really, I think they they do great with music. They really, mm-hmm. I mean, I love how they take, it's not glee, way, you know, it's more of a... They don't just burst out in the song. Yeah, like they're normally they're playing somewhere or... Well, they do on the musical episodes. They're kind of, you know, bursting out into songs, but that's different. That's a special episode, though. Um, so I'm really looking forward to season three's because it's Heather's, and I love Heather's. Did they do Carrie? Carrie was season two. Okay. Season three is Heather's. Season four is Head Head Hedwig. Yes. And season five, I think, is the next to normal. They're still in high school in season five? Partly. 
Oh. Remember, COVID shut down season four. So the first few episodes were kind of like prom and graduation, I believe. Oh, okay. And then they do a time jump. That good old time jump. I know it saves saving high school dramas. Um, I think I just read season four ended in like the middle of October. Now season five ended the middle of October. Mm-hmm. And it's coming back. I'm coming back like next week. Yeah. For season five. Yeah. Or season six. Six? I can't I can't believe they're already on season six. I know. Where does oh my gosh. By the time I catch up, season six will be over and they'll be getting ready to start season seven. Which will be the final season. No, I'm just kidding. It could be. I don't know. Well, Do you know how well it does for the show, like the network? Is it like clearly? I mean, it clearly does pretty well if it's continuing. Um, I just wonder if the actors are ready to. Because sometimes in interviews, they kind of don't seem like. I've watched a few, or they're. I'm just like, okay, yeah, we know the show's crazy, but. <laughs> so it was Melrose Place, and everyone loved it. So shut up. <laughs> It's what makes the show. I mean, it's not supposed to be realistic. It's television. I definitely because even season one, it's there were a few things that were heightened. Like, I definitely was like, this is a comic book. Like, I had to remind myself, this is a comic book. It's like a different universe, even though it's supposed to be reality. It's not really like it's a heightened reality. I do like that the show is more diverse though than most mm-hmm. teen drama. You know. Yeah, I think this was one of the first shows that I noticed it was more diverse. Yeah. And this came out in like January of 2017, which means it was filmed in 16, probably mm-hmm. most of it. Which a lot of shows really weren't like, you had Grey's Anatomy and shows like that, but teen dramas were still kind of. And then the following season is when Dynasty started, and that's pretty diverse. <laughs> Love Dynasty. <laughs> And then, I don't know, I feel like CW's shows, for the most part, maybe in the last five years, Oh yeah, more diverse. Especially since um, What's-His-Name took over. I feel like the shows are a little more diverse and inclusive. Like, um, the originals, they were pretty diverse, too. Mm-hmm. And we have shows now like... The Vampire Diaries... The Vampire Diaries wasn't particularly diverse. They had Bonnie, but that's about it. Yeah. Uh, but now the CW has shows like All American, which I haven't seen that. But I hear it's really good. Yeah. And I know the little brother from Pretty Little Liars is on that, who was also on Teen Wolf. Roswell is a little more diverse than the original. <laughs> oh, that's mm-hmm. And the, the girl from Hellcats is on. Um Roswell. I love it. Did you watch Hellcats? I didn't. Oh, it was so... Oh, I loved that show. The only, the only thing I didn't love about it was when in the pilot episode, they sh- they're, you know, it's set in Memphis, but filmed in Vancouver. And I'm just like, um, there are no mountains. Nowhere near Memphis. It's flat. <laughs> I'm, fr- I'm from that area. I was born an hour north of Memphis, so... Like, there ain't, there ain't no, it's flat. Yeah, I, with Hellcats, I was like, I don't think I'm going to watch a show about cheerleading. Oh, I I was meant to be a cheerleader. 
And that was around the time Revenge came out, and I was like, I'm gonna start watching more adult shows. <laughs> I like, I always I, say I that do. too, but I've been trying to get away from the CW since One Tree Hill ended, and they won't let me go. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you're out, they bring you back in. Like Gossip, like Girl, Gossip Girl ended like six months after One Tree Hill, and I was like, all right, I'm out. And then, like, I think I was still watching Vampire Diaries at the point. And then they get. They, it's hard to get out. Mm-hmm. Sure is. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it today. I was like, maybe if um, the CW ever cancels Dynasty, maybe Netflix will pick it up as like its original show and then continue it, and then um, I can just be done with the CW. <laughs> I, um, you know, they have the Netflix has Sabrina. I was they I'm really, they did. Uh and she but she is coming on season six of I did read that Riverdale. So I'm really interested to see how that is because she died in her show. So I'm wondering mm-hmm. how they plan on using her. I kept saying I was gonna watch her show and I never got around to it. It's good. It takes a little bit of getting used to if you're not used to, you know, your shows going around saying Hell Satan or um not health. Um, what is, what is, but it's flip flopped. Like if they're saying, "Oh my god!" Like, "Oh my god!" Or just they flip flop oh, everything. Okay. Towards okay. like if you're saying, "Oh my heavens!" or something, you wouldn't say, you know. Okay. Hmm. It, it was a good. It was a good show. It was very interesting. The um, oh Oliver. Who dated Kirby on Dynasty? Uh, okay. He plays Satan or the devil in Sabrina. Oh. Okay. I'll have to check it out. You will. It's there's a few. It's fun when they talk about like Riverdale or they mention that world. Hmm. I wonder how the worker went her in. To Riverdale. I think Cheryl's supposed to be getting into like witchcraft. Of course she is. <laughs> Why wouldn't she? <laughs> I I love Cheryl. She's just I like her one-liners. She does have the best one li- one-liners. Uh, all right. Do you have anything to add about season one? No, I mean no. Lo- loved it, you know. Glad it got renewed. <laughs> I just remember how, like, the first episode ended with the narration. Um, how they said by, like, second period the next day, the first suspect would be arrested. And I was like, well, now I got to watch the second episode. <laughs> 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 and then I think maybe the next episode ended with Cheryl being like, I'm guilty. And then the third one started with her. I know when I said I was guilty, you thought that I meant like that I, I killed him, but I didn't. <laughs> I do like to um, this this teen drama. The adults have their own storylines that they also. I did like that. They do, but I feel like that kind of it's lessening. Um, yeah, but which happened with One Tree Hill? Happens to all teen dramas. Because then eventually the teens become the adults, so. And they do a flash forward, and then the teens are the adults. (laughs) They get to play their actual ages. (laughs) (laughs) 
or at least closer to their actual ages. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else in season one that I didn't talk about. No. Can't think of anything. It has a little bit of everything, that's for sure. Um, I, I enjoy the friendships. Um, one thing that I thought was cute was uh, Archie and um, Veronica were a little nervous to tell Betty that they were a couple. And I loved how, like, it wasn't a big deal. She was just like, okay, that's cool. Where yeah. other shows that would have been like, I can't believe you did this to me. I and yeah. you We're not friends anymore. You stole my boyfriend who wasn't my boyfriend. Yeah. But, you know, I've just been longing for him. He's the boy next door. But it'll be interesting when it gets to the seasons where Arch, Archie and Betty get together to actually see their chemistry. Mm-hmm. Or their romantic chemistry unfold. Um, I don't know. I started season four and they kept having these flash forwards where they made it appear that Jughead was dead. Oh, uh, okay. Mm -hmm. So I don't really know what happened there, but. I kind of do. All right. Well, don't spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, that's all I got. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in for our season one of Riverdale discussion. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us on all social medias at Queers and Soaps. Leave um, some feedback on wherever you listen to podcasts. And next week, Monday, we're going to be talking about the web series called The Inn, which starred mm -hmm. the Crystal lovely Chappelle. Crystal Chappelle. And then Tuesday, we're going to continue that theme. That love fest. And we're going to talk about Krista Chappelle's um, love child, I guess if you want to call it, Venice, the series. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about season one of that show. So if you want to join us, um, you could watch The Inn on YouTube, as well as Venice season one, I believe. Mm-hmm. So until next week, have a good one. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone.